0: Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm yours, Mitris Mason, joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Triple D's. Let's go. All right. So, let's get into a couple of these NBA games before we talk about the tournament. First off, the Grizzlies end up beating the Celtics 132, 126. Explosive game here. John Morant finally coming through. He ended up with 32 points for the Grizzlies and a big win for them. Um, Jalen Brown, 27 on 11 of 24 shooting. No Kemba Walker, no Jason Tatum. Still, they fought. Marcus Smart, you could see, still struggling a little bit from the field. Out of fourteen, couldn't quite get it done. So the Grizz were just a little healthier. Really, they haven't been more healthy than most teams all year, but a little healthier in this one. Dylan Brooks had 24 as well as they get the win. Darnell, what'd you see out of this one?
1: Yeah, this is a good performance from Jai. He had you know 29 and nine, 12 of 25 shooting. You know, got to the line seven times. He only made four of them, but didn't really matter because, you know, they got good contributions from Dylan Brooks. He was 10 of 22, you know, three of three from the free throw line. He was one of six from three. So, and it didn't matter for him either. He had 24, you know, double digits for Kyle Anderson, Jonathan Tunis, and Desmond Bain, two other guys with eight. So, you know, Memphis is just playing, you know, the way that they play and getting high-end production from Jabba Morant can make them a really dangerous team, and. You know, obviously, playing a team like Boston that's missing Jason Tatum, it's going to be a a really tough blow for them. They got, you know, really good play from Jalen Brown. He had 27, nine rebounds, five assists. You got 26 from Jeff T. Probably the best game you're going to see for him all season with six assists on 10 of 12 shooting. This is really the recipe for the Boston Celtics to win a game, but. Just came down to defense, and I think if maybe if they had Jason Tatum out there, it would have been a different story. But obviously, he wasn't. So, you know, the Celtics—they're a team that are is up and down, and we all know that. So, just going forward, you just like to see them get produce some more consistency.
0: what were your thoughts?
2: I mean, the reason why Boston was close in this game, it came down to you know Jeff Teague. Finally, doing something <laughs> after the first game of the season. So, you know, he was somebody they picked up, who they relied on, so who they were trying to rely on to, you know, play like a 6 man role, give them some good production off the bench. Obviously, he hasn't been living up to that role, but you know, this is this is what they will want for them to win, especially without as as y'all said, Kemba, um, Jason and still no Tristan Thompson out there. You know, Memphis is a good enough team to be able to hang with, with most teams just cuz of how athletic they are and how well everybody plays defense and how well everybody scores. Even though they weren't amazing at defense this game, but you know, I mean this is for if, if Boston wants to um, you know, make any progress going forward though, then you know, Jeff Teague and the other players are going to have to be a little better, so.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, for the Celtics, obviously, no Tatum, big. We know Tristan Thompson, huge as well. Um, But still, I mean, any one of these games they lose could be a little bit of a struggle for them. But at the end of the day, they might have to play a play-in, but it doesn't matter because the biggest threat is just continuing to take themselves out of the mix. Oof. The Raptors lose to the
2: Rockets. One seven. ain't want to talk about the, the Hawks Clippers. Nope. <laughs> that, uh, Rockets
0: <laughs> beat the Raptors <laughs> 117-99. Yo, and
2: y'all seen just... even play for the Bucks, bro. And they they smoked the pacers.
0: That's cool. All that's very cool. That's very nice. <laughs> The Raptors lost by 20 to the worst team in the league.
2: They're not the worst. I mean, the Timberwolves got a worse record.
0: Pretty bad. Now, I will say Christian Wood was back. Yes. John Wall went out there and shot eight for 30. Yes. Beat this team. John Wall did shoot eight for 30. 30. And they beat him by (laughs) 20 points. All I need to say that uh, pretty much sums this one up perfectly. Don, what are your thoughts though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darnell, go ahead to do this.
1: One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, yeah, for the Rockets, obviously, yeah. <laughs> it was about Jay Sean Tate and Sterling Brown. Right, you got good contributions from Jason tape eight for nine, career high game from him. He's a rookie that's been shining for them. And you know, obviously, it's not great for John Wall to shoot eight for 30, but without you know, having Victor Oladipo out there, you expect you know, his shots to increase, but you don't expect him to shoot that poorly from the field. Obviously, one of seven from three as well. But he did have a triple double, so he had 19 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and I called this – I wanted to say this yesterday on the podcast, that I wanted to call this game, that I was going to pick – I was picking the Rockets to beat the Raptors. I tweeted it last night, but, you know, it just proved that the, the Raptors are a struggling team right now. And I think they need some change. They probably need to, you know, make a move, whether it's, you know, see what they can get in the normal Powell trade or, or what. But I think they need to shake it up.
0: Kyle Lowry was a minus 25. Norman Powell's minus 23. The two
2: trade candidates. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I did hear that Norman Powell, he was going to decline his $10 million player option at the end of the season. So he's trying to get a bag. And the question is, do the Raptors stick with him and give him that bag? Or do they try to trade him now? And you feel me? He's been their most—he's literally been their best offensive player all season. Yeah. Honestly, like he's been their most consistent offensive presence throughout the entire season. But I mean, it, it's just—it's just gonna come down to if they think he's gonna be the one for the future and how much he's asking for. But we won't know that until he, you know, declines his player option. So. I think that's going to be a big thing to look at through the trade deadline. And a lot of executives says that they don't think they're moving Lowry. They think that Lowry's pretty much going to stay there. The only two teams that might even get him are Miami or um, Philadelphia, which is his hometown. But a lot of people think that Lowry's probably going to stay. And if they want to make the playoffs, they got to trade somebody. He's so – Norm, Norm might have to go. <laughs> Somebody got go. Cause this bench, it Boucher was supposed to be, you know, the bench, but if he's underperforming, there's no there's nobody else down there. I mean, we know we you and I know what would make the bench a lot better, but clearly the Raptors don't. <laughs> they're just gonna keep starting both of them. <laughs> out
0: there. God, they, they know they're just the that man is telling Nick Nurse, you can't bench me. (laughs) Because I own the city. That's basically what's (laughs) happening right now. I'm (laughs) telling you what's happening. Like, minus 25, bro. Boucher was awful. He was still a minus seven. Not a minus 25. And the the thing about it, it's like, First off, there's no OG no B should mention that.
2: But Stanley, yeah. Stanley well that don't that don't matter.
0: <laughs> Not against the Rockets. No, nah, it really shouldn't, right? Um I mean the thing the thing about Boucher to me is yeah, he's struggling, but he also can't initiate the offense for himself. Yeah. So if he's on the bench just playing with like, Matt Flynn and Patrick Watson, I don't know what he's supposed to do. <laughs> like you can't why you get both their names wrong. <laughs> because they don't matter. <laughs> None of them matter. That's, that's, a, that's a why. <laughs> Didn't even bother hitting the button. Don't care what the names are. I've not seen either one of them score more than five all year. Well Patrick had six. But <laughs> his name is Paul. His name is Paul for the record. Paul said it just been patrick. <laughs> patrick <laughs> would have been in the game. Paul Watson. He sounds like a golfer. All right, anyway, boo. But seriously, I just that, 13 points in the fourth quarter against the Rockets with Nola Depot who like is their best defender. I don't know, man. Well,
2: I think it's Wava either way <laughs> regardless. One and their one. Their best enemy.
1: defender? Their best defender is or it's probably could,
2: Daniel House. I could believe that. I can believe that, but Daniel House was there last year when they were strapping everybody down. Mm-hmm. So,
0: still, I don't, I don't care
2: who the hell's out there.
0: Can't have ninety nine, not against the Rock Rockets, man.
2: I'm, the, I'm, not even, I'm not even mad that they scored. I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad they couldn't score because <laughs> it's like, bro. What? Yeah, you got to be kidding me. I mean, but but look, one big thing that was happening to Houston was, you know, while Christian Wood was gone, it was, they just didn't have a big that was mobile enough to, you know, do anything. And since he's been back, it looks like their defense has, you know, gotten a little better. So, not again, this ain't excusing this, but just for future, just just to like, you know, highlight Christian Woods important important to the team. Yeah, yeah
1: no, I, I don't think that the Rockets are 20 games straight, losses bad. But – and, like, they're not – obviously not the worst team in the league. Like, they're not – I don't think they would have won all those games, obviously, with Christian Wood. But some of them – it wouldn't have been a streak like that, obviously.
2: There was a lot me. happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a lot going on. Like, still fresh off the James Harden trade. Still trying to get everybody acclimated. It was a lot. I don't think they're that bad. So I don't think this is a bad – as bad a loss for the Raptors, even though it was a blowout as it might seem
2: today. Damn. I'm mad, I'm mad you forgot about the – I'm mad you forgot about the most important part of it all. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Here he goes. <laughs> my man – my man's talking about I'm here for John Wall. <laughs> 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 I'm here to play with John Wall. I don't care about no James Harden. <laughs> say that. May about- he go leave like three weeks later. <laughs> yeah. I, I see no future with this team. <laughs> oh, you see the point he was making, huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know if he's going back on another team at this point. <laughs> nah, it doesn't look like it. He really, he really been in free agency for a minute.
0: <laughs> He's been in free agency forever now. He kind of ruined that. Good news though is for the Rockets, man. Hopefully they can bounce back now. Still a lot of time left in the season. They just broke a 20-game losing streak to the Raptors. So hey man, the Raptors are a playoff team according to some people. So maybe they can do something and get something done.
2: Hey man, the season's not over. There is still how many games are left. There's about 30 games left, and they only – how many games back are they? They about – two-and-a-half games back from the 10th seed. Damn, Indiana's 10. Damn, Indiana. (laughs) Indiana sucks. Huh? I said Indiana sucks, yeah. I didn't realize they were 10. Like, what the fuck?
1: That's because the East was really close. Like, and they just went on a losing streak, and – Drop to the bottom of the, of the standings. Now they at the bottom of the play-in.
2: They yeah. probably gonna
0: fall out of that.
2: Yeah. No, it's up to Toronto and even Cleveland at this point. Fuck yeah,
0: Toronto. Fuck Cleveland. Let's get the Wizards in there, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's what you need to. That's what you need to see. <laughs> that's what I need to see. That's what the world needs to
0: see. I just want to watch my man give everything he's got in this playing game. <laughs> They would fuck around and win that shit too. They would. That's the craziest part. They would definitely win that bitch. Then they gonna get the Grant. Then they gonna
2: get the grand Prize playing no. Brooklyn. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but you know who won't be scared? I know who won't be scared. <laughs> you get to see both of them niggas.
0: <laughs> ecstatic. Both. Both of these both of these both of these
2: niggas was like, I can't play with you, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're getting swept, he's scoring 30. Now he might do it on nine of 25 shooting. But he getting eight of thirty. <laughs> he he getting the he getting the hey, shout out to John Waldo for getting it to 30, which looks, you know, it looks more aesthetically pleasing than shooting like eight for 27. You shoot eight for thirty. I almost missed it at first. I was like, wait a minute. 30. Is that real? Eight. <laughs> eight for thirty. Yeah, it's real. I was like, hold up, what happened? Oh wow, that's an eight. That's a 30. That's not good. Hey, he man, it's a nice him. round number.
2: For... I bro, I'm impressed. He shot eight for thirty and one by twenty. <laughs> well. Hey man,
1: you
0: yeah, know how you shoot eight for thirty and he's still a plus eleven. Yeah. The team Kyle. Can't score. Damn, Kyle. That's a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad look right there.
2: There's only four niggas on the team that scored <laughs> for, for Toronto. Honestly, that's yep. really what fucked it up. We keep talking about how bad Boston bench is. Toronto bench really <laughs> right, right is bad because they really yeah, do only really really. be the starter score, scoring, scoring unless it's Boucher. Very much.
0: Amen. So yesterday was a fun day, wow. fun day at college basketball, our last day of the, whatever the fuck you call it, first two rounds, they made it weird, but the first four thing, but the first two rounds of the tournament, real quick, just go over everything, you guys can just point out whatever you want, Oregon beat Iowa, seven seed beating a two seed, beat the doors off them, of 95 to 80, Luke Garza, 39 in that game. Gonzaga ended up beating Oklahoma. They look like the best team in the tournament right now. Drew Timmy went crazy. They went 87-71. UCLA beat Avalon Christian, 67-47. That's an 11-14 over 14 seed there. Creighton beat Ohio, 72-58. Michigan beat LSU, first and only Big Ten team to reach the Sweet 16. They end up winning the game, 86-78. Florida State beat Colorado, 71-53. Bama ended up beating Maryland, 96-77, highest point total of the day. And USC beat the breaks off of Kansas, 85-51 in that six-first three-seed matchup. Darnell, what did you notice from yesterday? Would you like, dislike? You know, how would you feel about yesterday in the tourney?
1: Yeah, I, I was a little upset that OU didn't, well, Ohio didn't beat Creighton. I was rooting on Preston. I think his name is Preston. What is his last name? I
0: oh, do no, It's Smith. for anybody but Creighton's coach. So. Jason Preston. Pre- Smith. Oh, Jason oh, oh, Preston. You're talking about yeah. the coach? you talking about the coach of no, the player? Preston. Jason
1: about, Preston. Jason uh, Preston. I'm talking about Jason Preston. And he shot one I was surprised that um, – well, not surprised, but the Big Ten has just been looking horrible in the tournament. Iowa just lost by fifteen. It was the last game for Luca Garza. He had 36, 9, and 1. He's been a really polarizing player because he's really, really dominant in college. But as we've seen, the kind of white American-born college studs that come into the NBA don't really have the same impact. We've seen it prior with, you know, taking it back to guys like Tyler Hanborough. We've seen it from guys like even Doug McDermott and So he's a guy that a lot of people are down on in the draft. So I'm just interested to see where he lands and if he even gets drafted. So that will be something to watch. I was watching um, USC Kansas last night, and Evan Mobley played. He had 10 points, 13 rebounds. And I was trying to think of a comparison for him, and I really couldn't think of anybody. And I think it probably leads to the unicorn conversation. I wonder if – I don't know if he has, like, the quite the high end of, like, a Jokic, but he has – I'm not comparing him to Jokic, but
2: he has, Are you like, still talking about Garza?
1: I'm talking about Evan Mobley now. Evan Mobley? Yeah, for USC. Okay. He's projected to be, like, a top two pick. So, we'll see how that plays out. But he just has a unique skill set that you
2: really don't see everywhere around the NBA. Hmm. I was watching uh, when I was watching the Iowa and Oregon game. I was watching it, and I was like, the the Luca Garza guy. Mm-hmm. He he kind of he kind of reminded me of like it was kind of like watching Sabonis to me. He kind of played really Sabonis ish. He was just kind of taller than everybody. I looked up his height. He's six eleven, yeah. so he was just like kind of taller than everybody, and like he was like. He could finish around the paint. He had like post moves. He could stretch the floor. He shot three for four from three yesterday. So mm-hmm. like, I could see him being on that. F- and for one, Luca Garza don't sound like a regular American name. That sound like some other some European country. But yeah, he probably is. Yeah, you probably right about that. Yeah, but he he gives me like a he gives me like a Sabonis type vibe and like how high of a ceiling that is. I mean, we see the we see the limitations that Sabonis has, and, like, it was kind of the same type of limitations. He, he couldn't – he wasn't really dribbling a lot. So, you know, he was just out there setting screens, picking pops, picking rolls. You know, he would finish. But if, it's only so much impact you can have if the ball can't really be in your hands like that. <clears throat> and, yeah, he, and you got to people to score. Yeah, he's fundamentally sound,
1: but he's not athletic really. And he's not, you know, yeah. much of a shot creator or anything like that because he doesn't have offensive handle or anything like that. So,
2: Sounds yeah, straight like Saboon. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then for Oregon, I was watching that one and you know, uh what's his name? Dorte. Chris Duarte. Yeah, at yeah. first he was he was in foul trouble at first, but he was shooting like 4 for 5 from the field, 3 uh 2 for 3 from three or something like that. So like he was just he was just going crazy. He was just scoring a lot. He was he was shooting, making all making well he was 1 for 3 from three. He must have been 1 for 2 at the time. But yeah, he was just, you know, scoring. He went 9 for 12. Figueroa was right there with him with 21, but for for that game it was really just like the whole offense was scoring aside from Williams, but for Iowa they just weren't able to. It was really just only Luca out there scoring. Everybody else just couldn't do anything. Why, why, why can't you feel me? He he tried, he had 17, but it really was 36 0000, 0, 0, 0, 0 17, 1 5. Like <laughs> it was just a struggle out there for that game. Uh, Any other games you want to highlight? For me.
0: For me, it's just overall. It's just one of these things, man, where it's the, it's the it's kind of a narrative that the Big Ten fights in these sports, but it just keeps end up being true. I was watching. I missed the uh, Oregon Iowa one, but I was watching the um, LSU Michigan one, and you know, Dom started watching it like a little later. He was like, "These dudes suck for LSU." I was like, "I was like, they might, but they can score." on these guys or at least they could at stretches they ended up putting up six to to 78 which would have won a lot of other games they just couldn't play any defense because michigan was just bigger but what i've what i've noticed about the big 10 i mean and you see this kind of in football too they just don't have the athleticism sometimes and that just ended up being the case for if they played if they if they play any guards they can't do anything with them and so Devontae Smart and Cam Thomas were doing whatever they wanted, basically whenever they wanted to, um, early in the game. Now I think they played too much and they kind of got tired toward the end. That's what, I, that's just what I perceive happening, um, because Thomas really did hit every shot in the first half. He was like, he was like seven to ten or something, and then he ended up just hitting two in the second half and struggling. Um, and by the way, for him, I, he looked a lot like, honestly, like a Chris Middleton out there, just from the shots he was taking. The way he felt comfortable in the mid-range. Um, he could shoot the three,
2: two. San so, Thomas.
0: Huh? No, Cam Johnson. You just don't. Cam
2: play. Johnson. Yeah. Or
0: Cam Thomas, sorry. Cam Thomas. say Thomas. Anyway, Cam Thomas, yeah. He was like, he was just shooting mid-range jumpers early, just getting wherever he wanted, and Michigan just had no answer. what Michigan did start doing was started getting Dickinson the ball, they started being down low. They, uh, their backup Brown had a lot of points. I mean, LSU couldn't really stop them because they didn't feel like playing defense, it looked like. And if your two best players are going to be the only two who can score and they got to play 40 minutes, you're just going to have a, la- a natural just lack of defense out there just because it's like, damn, like, I, got, I can't I can't guard people too if I got to shoot the ball 23 times and play every single second. You know what I mean? So that was just the one thing I just noticed about the Big Ten. That's why they only got one team this far. Um, normally, when you see a Big Ten team make a run, it's because they have someone like Aaron Kraft, who's a really good defender, or uh, Michigan State, who just has really good defenders. They just didn't really have any this time. I think Ohio State probably had the best guard defenders, but their guards just couldn't shoot. So that ended up not being great. Um, one other thing I saw, I watched Bama. They, they are giving me. The last person they're giving me kind of Nova vibes, and just that I don't know if you guys remember, but Nova won back to back championships in a couple of years. It was just yeah. like everybody could hit, dude. These guys I'm watching, I forget who it was. One dude came out there, everyone's hitting in the first half for Bama, right? Like they're scoring, boom, boom, boom. One dude went out there and he was like 0 for 4 from 3. Their best player, they said the stat, they're like their best player, the guy who won SEC player of the year hasn't hit a hasn't hit his last 17 threes or something ridiculous. I was like, damn, all right. So they're hitting threes, and their best player is not doing it. And it wasn't him who I'm even talking about, it was a it was another guy went out there, and he was really 0 for three in the first half. I think it was Petty Jr. And he came out there and he just starts smacking them. And he hit one. And once he hit the one, I was like, Oh man, you can feel because it. it was like a 14-point lead at that point for Bama. It was one of those momentum threes. You're like, Oh, this could get bad. They got a steal, passed to him in the corner. Everyone knew it was going in. Timeout immediately. So then it was only his second May 3, but I was like, oh, so it's just everybody. And that's really what it is with Bama. They had five guys on the team who had two or more threes. It's a lot, obviously, in college. They shot 48% from three, put up 96. It wasn't like Maryland was playing terrible defense. It's just, you know, Bama – they looked really good to me, so I like what they did. And obviously Gonzaga, you know, they always are going to have the bigs, the crafty bigs, Sabonis, linick You know, now it's Drew Timmy. And he was cooking, cooking them all day. Um, but like we talked about yesterday, Suggs looked really, really good out there. He he kind of struggled um, against Oklahoma, but still, yeah, he was, was you an could, off night for him. Yeah, you could you can even though it was the first, it was like only the second time I've seen him. I could still tell why he's like you know up there he's just he's athletic as hell he can shoot you know he wasn't doing anything crazy he was just missing some shots but like they needed him to take the shots because he's the driver and it just set up everything and drew timmy mean it it feels like for Gonzaga, it's going to be like one or the other right how do you stop both of them i don't really know i don't know if any team in the country can stop both of them we've seen the big 10 have all the bigs and they couldn't stop a guard And we've seen these guard-oriented teams, like even in Oregon, who won big. They couldn't stop a big. I think Bama would struggle stopping a big, like Houston. So Gonzaga looks like the most complete team. And Gonzaga has shooters, too, on the outside in the wings. So they they look like the most complete team to me right now. They would be my favorite as of the second. Um, Do you guys – well, Darnell, who's your your favorite right now to win it all? I had – I was going to ask you guys. Would you take Gonzaga or the field right now? The tough thing, it's like Bama did look crazy good. I was like, oh, these guys, they, what the hell is this? But Bama's like the only – I don't know if Bama could match up with them. Let me think, let me think about some of the – I don't want to just stay from yesterday, so let me think of some of the teams from the first day, right? Because Illinois is already gone, so that's a big yep. one. Michigan, I don't think is beating them. I just – I don't. Nope. Michigan just doesn't have the guards. Um, It's like – it's like you got to be explosive to beat this team. Baylor, I haven't seen Baylor play yet, but Baylor – I already know what they can give you. So, a... Baylor
1: has really good guards.
0: Yeah, like, really Baylor, Baylor guards. has a bunch of guards. But can they stop Drew Timmy? <sighs> Like, that's going to be the question, is who can do something with both of them? And I'll I, i I'll take Gonzaga, actually. I will. I that's the thing. Knows. I probably would, too.
1: I probably would, too. Even I though know. I do love Baylor.
0: Baylor looks really good. And I'm tell- I really like what Alabama was doing. But they're fun. They're explosive. I don't think anyone's going to beat them but Gonzaga. I think they're going to both lose to Gonzaga. But this is going to be Drew Timmy. He's going to be there scoring 30. He's proven he can just bully people. Well, you know, I
1: don't know, man. They got Baylor got a guard. Davion Mitchell. I think he's defensively a, a little, he's good enough to not get exposed on defense.
0: So I, agree. I think
1: he'll have a little bit of an impact.
0: I think they both can stop Suggs. I do. Or like hold him down. It's just, it's just true Timmy to me. It's true Timmy in the fact that they have other bigs. It's not just him. He's just the one. He's their best post player. They're big everywhere. Like they're kind of just a larger team that can shoot yeah. with an explosive guard. It's kind of how you win. That's how you win the NCAA tournament to be honest. It's built just like That's this. the recipe. That's the exact <laughs> recipe. That's how you do it. So I would say I'll take Gonzaga right now. Um, the games don't come back until Saturday. So this is one of this is one of the sucky things right about March. You know, you get into it, you love those first two days, and then gotta wait five days. And then it starts really ratcheting up, and you gotta wait five more for the final four. But man, that's what makes it fun. So hey man, Saturday, gonna be great, gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that one. Um one second. All right. So, Darnell, real quick, who is player of the day, coach of the day, game of the day, and dickhead of the day? So, for my game of the night,
1: I'm going to go with – it's a tough one, man. Not a lot of good games. Not at all. I'm going to go – obviously, I got to go with Memphis and Boston. Boston. And for my player tonight, I'm gonna go with John Morant. John Morant finished tonight. Oh, you can go college or
0: pro, by the way, if you want. I'm going college for all these pro games. Sucked. Twenty-nine
1: and nine from John Morant. (laughs) 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 Uh, For my coach of the night, I have no idea who any of these college coaches are, but I'm gonna go with the USC coach. Yeah, because they just. Thumped down Kansas and it was surprising to me at the result. So I'm going to go there. And for my dickhead of the day, I was going to go tail Meladone for the Oklahoma City Thunder because he had a wide open dunk and he blew it. And then he had the offensive rebound and then he missed the putback dunk on that. And it was just a blooper reel. And it was just embarrassing for the Thunder, but they, st- they ended up winning the game, so it wasn't a big deal. So that's not a good dickhead in of the day. So I'm thinking of going back to college, just Kofi Cokeburn for Illinois, people calling him a monkey because he lost in the tournament. Like, Bro, man, like, like, what are y'all doing? Like, What is yeah, wrong with Big football. Ten, man? What the hell? I don't know, man. What are what are y'all what, what are y'all fans doing? Like how much hey, money are man. y'all losing on these on these
2: brackets? Hey man, one the things that come with being face for famous. <laughs> the things that come with being famous are death threats and, and slurs. So
0: not a monkey,
2: bro. Oh my god. Huh?
0: They're not a monkey, bro. Dom, Didn't
2: they throw bananas at, at um somebody on the Red Sox? Or, or, no, they threw it at Adam Jones when he went to play the Red Sox a few years ago. They sense. throw it in and called him a monkey. That the about right. But, um, all right. Uh, player of the night, I'm going to give it to my man's Drew Timmy from Gonzaga. Went out there crazy. 30 points, 13 rebounds, four assists. My um, my, um, my game of the night. I'm gonna give it to also Boston and Memphis. it was the only close game on of anything. <laughs> um, well, Charlotte San Antonio was close to coach of the night. Were there any upsets? Uh, there was there was one kind of upset. Well, I'll give it to the NBA's big upset. I'll give it to. The uh, I'll give it to Stephen Silas, I believe his name is. Silas. The, Silas, Stephen Silas, the Houston Rockets head coach, for breaking his 20-game win streak against the lowly <laughs> – I don't know what's wrong with them – Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, my dickhead of the day, because I just saw this. I just saw this on my Instagram feed. I saw that <clears> – <throat> The um now this hasn't happened yet, so this is only a rumor. But if they do this, then they claim their they claim their dickhead. So I heard that the Boston Celtics are trying to get Aaron Gordon. That's cool. That's perfect. They said they're willing to give up two first round picks. That's amazing. Do that. Go ahead. I saw this That's too. I know you're going. But then they said they try to give up two first round picks and market smart for Aaron Gordon. <laughs> And Evan Fournier. Oh my god. So if if Marcus Smart leaves the the Boston Celtics. Wow. That dickhead of the day will come true. Please, please trade Marcus Smart, bro. You know they're trying to trade Tristan Thompson too, right? Yeah, that makes sense. They're idiots.
0: Um, damn. All right. So, my game of the day, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Grizzly Celtics as well. None of the. Um, I'm actually going to go Hornets Spurs because you know what? The Hornets fighting here. They won 197. Didn't expect that. So, you know what? I'm going to give it to Hornets Spurs. Um, my player <clears throat> of the day, I, I want to make it different, but Drew Timmy did go crazy. Like, he he completely destroyed them, like, every time with the old man moves. There's nothing better than Watson old man
2: moves in the cost tournament, man. He He, was cooking niggas, too, though. It wasn't even just, like, post moves. Oh,
0: no, yeah, he was doing anything he wanted. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He was doing – he was facing them up. He was like, I can do this. I can do that. You can't stop me. I was like, damn, all right, well, (laughs) this is – (laughs) <laughs> they about to win the chip then. <laughs> Nobody can stop this, dude. And they got a top <laughs> five prospect. Okay, yeah. um, And shooters around him. That was a crazy thing. Um, my coach of the day, I'm going to agree with Darnell. Uh, his name is Andy Enfield. I remember his name. Uh, so I had to look that up. But Andy Enfield.
1: Um, I mean, that was crazy. I
0: actually knew that. Yeah, right? I didn't know it until <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I know him? Because he went there. He was the guy who recruited uh, OJ Mayo, and, um, and they were supposed to be really good, and they weren't. But it was like, oh, this, this Andy Enfield guy might do it. <laughs> but he didn't do it. But it don't matter. Um, he's doing it now. So good job, Andy. <sighs> Beat the crap out of Bill Self in Kansas. By the way, I have, a, I have a theory on Kansas. Never pick them in the tournament to do anything. They always will let you down. They do it every time. Except the one time. Except the one time that man missed those free throws. Other than that though, they they they're not gonna do anything for you. Um but he got one, he got one off a couple of D Rose Miss Free Throws and Mario Chalmers. So you know what? Kudos Bill Self. Another early <laughs> sweet 16 exit for Kansas. My dickhead of the day, man. Because for the pure fact that I was watching this game and I just couldn't be happy at all. Because I just kept remembering it's Greg McDermott. For the stay on the plantation line that just kept ringing in my head as I'm watching Creighton, and I'm like, I really want these guys to lose, like really badly, but they were playing like a fun style, and I just had, I was like, I just gotta turn this off. I can't watch this. I don't want to watch this dude get celebrated for getting in Sweet Sixteen. Wait, also, who said?
2: Wait, who said it?
0: Greg McDermott, father of Greg yes, McDermott, man. yeah, yeah, head coach. Creighton's Tech coach. Said after in the post game, he's like, "You guys should stay on the plantation." When did he say this? This, this was uh, a couple Two weeks, weeks ago. ago, right? Yeah, just... he was like, "I'll resign if you want me to." Fucking asshole. Anyway,
2: I'll make you resign me on it. the plantation, bro. Yeah, come on, <laughs>
0: come on.
1: Man. Yep. Yeah, that's bad.
2: I was like the monkey thing led me right
0: into it. I had to say it. It, it was oh, bubbling oh, right. inside. Why are you thought we were watching the games? Why do you think that I was not turning that on? <laughs> I was like, oh, they're winning. This
2: is not enjoyable at all.
0: <laughs> and I, I was like, man, I forgot. I you.
2: mean, the other games we were watching was interesting. That's, I, I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even notice. I saw they were on, but the other games were interesting. I didn't even know if it was on TV. You know, they didn't put all of them on TV. So
0: they're all on TV. Hmm. They're all on TV. It just depends on which station. Some of them be on true TV. That's, that's Yeah, not. I was going to say, it might have been true TV to worry got. Yeah. That's the NBA. That's the uh, college version of NBA TV. So they will. Both- mm. <laughs> 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 oh, man. hope you all ready, man. Wait. Actually, I want to play a fun game real quick. I just thought of it. Okay. I want you guys to pull up the standings real quick.
2: The NBA or the NCAA?
0: NBA. Cool. We are thirty. We are thirty days away. But I want to play. Which series do you think goes on NBA TV? There's always one <laughs> <that's> stuck there. <laughs> I look, it's got to be the current standings too. It's gonna be tough, actually. Damn, I think I know which one it is. Oh
2: yeah, I know for sure. I know it's, it. Me. It's staring right in your face. Yeah, it is. Right Milwaukee and up, Charlotte man. going straight on NBA TV. <laughs> <laughs> Lamello? Bro, Lamelo gone for the season? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody watching that bullshit. Yeah. I ain't even going to lie to you, though. Phoenix and San Antonio right there with them, though. Oh,
0: Oh. Yeah. Damn, Phoenix. Nobody going to watch them until they get booted out the playoffs.
2: He makes a San Antonio right there.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah,
2: if it works. If, if that's it works I might go on
1: YouTube gone,
2: TV, man. Yeah, they might have to go on true TV.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Milwaukee, if if only LaMelo was there. If LaMelo was there, it would straight be Phoenix San Antonio. But yeah. no, nah, since, since Lamelo's
0: gone. No Lamelo and Giannis used to playing in the on NBA TV. That's where all the <laughs> playoff wins come in. Exactly. One, I'm going to say, oh, they can't do that. I was thinking maybe, nah, they can't. I was thinking that's next, but there's just no way. You can't. Nah. No way. I am no <laughs> trying to think of the one that's going to be the quickest. Or the, the one that, like, I don't know. Because it – it can't be. I was actually looking at it yesterday, and it was interesting because it seemed mm-hmm. like different yesterday, and it was actually like six with Hornets. So it's basically going to be whoever the Hornets play. You think, <laughs> Hornets, you think Hornets Nets would be on NBA TV?
2: Only if LaMelo was there. I think that fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, if LaMelo's there,
0: there, like- there, who... What game do you even think it would – would, it would just have to be the Spurs-Suns. It might just be them anyway. Whoever the yeah, Spurs you know. play. Whoever the
2: Spurs play. <coughs> I, it, I'm going to lie to you. I think it's less about the Spurs, more about the Suns. Nah,
0: I'm going to tell you why it's whoever the Spurs play, because they're either going to play the Suns or the Jazz. So either way. Yeah. No matter which way you cut that, that's NBA TV right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the worst part, the worst part is that it's going six, like no matter what. <laughs> Greg Pop is going to make that pitch go six. I don't know how. I don't know what he's going to do. But both those teams are also bad enough to let him make it go six. So
2: Both those teams are bad enough to let him fuck around and win
0: <laughs> it. Would take, it would take DeRozan doing something he's never done before. For real. <laughs> yeah. I
2: forgot Lamarcus is gone now, too. Yeah.
0: It, it would take the – yeah, Lamarcus is gone one way or another. So it would take – take a lot. But, hey, man, that's going to be a fun game to play as we keep going on. Who is the NBA TV game? <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oof. Tonight, actually, because there's no NCAA tournament – more of a fun day in the league as well. So, that's going to be interesting. See a couple of these games.
2: Damn, New Orleans
0: and L.A. would have looked real fun. I know. I, I was <laughs> mad about that. I was like, damn, man.
2: Damn and Solomon.
0: Solomon fucked up everything.
2: He always – And then for the 76ers and the Warriors, both of them hurt.
0: Yeah, everyone's
2: both hurt there. So, it was Both brothers are hurt.
0: That's okay because one game is going to try to save it all. Actually, a couple –
2: Washington, New York, right there with them. <laughs> not with them, but that could be interesting. Oh, nah, it's, wow. actually,
0: it's, it's better than the other one. I was going to say Suns Heat is one of them, but that's not the yeah. big one. The big one is Nets Trailblazers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Game. But I well, might, Washington, I New might. York,
0: can be fun. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I can watch that and then go right to the Nets Blazers. Nets Blazers really might be fire. <laughs> that game is going to be crazy. They, yo, it they might be able – to really push himself ahead in the MVP race. If he beats these dudes,
2: oh, damn, MVP if he <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't even care if CJ drops 15, he drops 10. <laughs> the <wins.
0: laughs> just they got to get the win. I feel it. Like.
2: Yeah. At this point, Lillard did so much without him. Yeah. I'm like, you know what, bro? You can get some help. <laughs> yeah. Clayton dropped 37 and a quarter one time and Steph got MVP. <laughs> I ain't even mad at you, Lillard.
0: Oh man. Look at this. It's crazy how does it start off with Dave is nowhere close to Steph. We both ultimately had to come to the conclusion that he might be, at least right now.
2: Just for just for right just for uh this season so far. I mean, Steph didn't have help, but Lillard lost all his help. That's what I'm <laughs>
0: saying. Neither one of them had help. So it's and like that's kind they of they were pretty ridiculous.
2: even. They were pretty. They were even. pretty even almost.
0: It was. Dude, I'm telling you, the worst part was the game and they played. I watched that. I think you went to sleep. I watched Steph sold the game. I was like, oh no. Yeah. He really missed a layup. Then an open three. Then Dame hit a three. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is a bad look. <laughs> and Steph still ended up with like 35, but still. You know, one dude who has three finals rings and people still can say isn't clutch. It's kind of fucked up, actually. Well, they did that to LeBron too, but you know, LeBron, yeah, played, LeBron had that one run where you're like, okay, you can't say he's not clutch anymore, bro. If he's just gonna hit game winners over everybody. I know yeah. it's just <laughs> but he still was hit. He had like three that postseason. It was like, damn, and he would have beat the Warriors, <laughs> so Jr. At least one of the games. But yeah. Anywho, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you guys for joining us again. We will be back, I think, Friday because the NBA trade deadline is Thursday. So look out. Will your favorite team do something stupid? Boston fans, we're looking at you. And the answer is yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bro, anything – Anything that keeps Mark, if they get Aaron Gordon and keep Marcus Smart on the team, it's a win.
0: Yep. But they won't.
2: <laughs> they so, won. <laughs> all eyes are on Marcus Smart right now. They can't let him go, but they will.
0: It's going to be great. It's going to make that just such high level comedy. They said, nah, you can't have Kemba, but you can have Marcus Smart. What the fuck are they doing?
2: The, hell? Yeah. The, the the nigga the nigga with the bigger contract <laughs> the nigga with the smaller contract on me they want to keep him but we
0: couldn't win without
2: we exactly couldn't win without him exactly
0: damn boston down bad hey man we will see you guys friday that should be a fun day i can't wait what's up sounds like you want to say something No? all right cool so for Darrell Jones and for Dom, this was Demetrius. And uh, have a go.
1: Later. Triple D's deuces.